Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm John Haley. And I'm Laura Farley. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date of this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Virginia Housing Development Authority. Hi, John. Hey, Laura. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I am. I have the um, convention crud. I managed to get something when I was in uh, San Francisco at NAR's conference. It's hard to believe that thousands of people in a confined space could lead to illness. I know. It's weird how that works, right? No. Yeah. And what's funny, it wasn't even the plane. I figured I might get sick from the plane, but right. nope, it was something. And I managed to make it to the very last day before I got whatever this crud is. But somebody say you left your immune system in San Francisco. Not, not quite the same ring to it as no, heart. No, not quite. You know, we'll workshop that. Yeah. So, um, and the reason we're coming to you with me with the post-convention crud is we have some really breaking news that we wanted to discuss and get this information out to you guys as fast as possible. And that is the fact that NAR's board of directors met on uh, Monday, November 11th to vote on a number of issues that are going to impact you guys as realtors. Right, and I, you guys are probably all sick of breaking news right now, but this is a different kind of breaking news, so I think you're gonna gonna like this one, wow. or maybe you won't like it. I don't know, but it's it's relevant to your daily lives. At yes, least. it is. Right. So there are two topics in particular that I want to talk to you about today, or we want to talk to you about today, and the first is the clear cooperation policy, and then the other one is the code of ethics training requirements. And there are some other changes that came out of the NAR Board of Directors meeting, including some tweaks to the Code of Ethics, but those are topics for a future episode. That's right. You know, a shameless plug and a shameless teaser to keep you listening. We do whatever we can to keep our listeners. Um, Before we get into that, we want to take a minute to recognize Kit Hale from Roanoke. Kit received NAR's Distinguished Service Award, which is the highest award a member of NAR can receive. I believe I saw they can only give it to two members a year out of the 1.4 million members of the National Association of Realtors? Yes, maximum. And I believe that Kit is the 95th recipient, and he is the fifth in Virginia, making Virginia the uh, state with the most living DSA recipients currently. Yeah. Virginia once again leading the way. Absolutely. Um, all right, now that we got that out of the way, and again, congratulations to Kit. Uh, let's talk about the Code of Ethics training requirement, and that's probably the most straightforward change, and hopefully it won't generate a lot of questions. So now you will have to complete this training every three years rather than every two years. And this change applies to the current training cycle. So now, rather than having to complete your training by December 31st of 2020, you'll have until December 31st of 2021. Yeah, that's it. See? Short and sweet. So now, let's move on to the more complicated topic that will likely generate quite a few more questions. Yeah, and in fact, it's already generated a lot of questions because Bright MLS, which is in the northern part of the state, voluntarily adopted this provision about four weeks ago now. So the clear cooperation policy is a new mandatory policy that all realtor MLSs must adopt no later than May 1st, 2020. MLSs can adopt this policy earlier in the, than the deadline, though, so make sure you're watching for when your local MLS actually adopts the rule. So the policy states, quote, within one business day of marketing a property to the public, the listing broker must submit the listing to the MLS for cooperation with other MLS participants. Public marketing includes, but is not limited to, flyers displayed in windows, yard signs, digital marketing on public-facing websites, Brokerage website displays, including IDX and VOW, digital communications marketing, like email blasts, 
multi-brokerage listening sharing networks, so those are your private Facebook groups, and applications available to the general public. Now, NAR originally published this proposed policy back in September, and they sought input from members both online and in person at the conference in San Francisco. And let me tell you, this was a hot topic in San Francisco. We spent time talking about it during the attorney seminar, and then the Multiple Listing Services Forum and Multiple Listing Issues and Policies Committee meeting was standing room only. I got there an hour before the meeting started, and there were easily 20 to 30 people there ahead of me. Yikes. And they eventually even had to open up another room down the hall so that they, and then bro- broadcast the sound from the main room because we got to the point that there wasn't even standing room in the room anymore. People were out in the hallway trying to stick their head in the door to be able to listen. That's a pretty hot ticket. Yeah. Um, so there were nearly 90 minutes of comments from the audience on this topic, and the comments were overwhelmingly in support of the, adopting this policy. Some of the themes from the audience revolved around the concept that by agreeing to participate in the MLS, you also need to contribute to the MLS. One audience member pointed out that it's likely that the listing price for the home was set based on data from the MLS, so it only seems fair that the property be listed in the MLS. Other audience members spoke about how a similar policy had been adopted in their area, and after a few weeks and maybe a few growing pains, people actually appreciated the rule and the additional data that was now included in the MLS. One realtor said that he is a member of three off-MLS listing groups, which means paying more money to ensure that he knows about properties his clients may see elsewhere. And every single day, he searches seven websites, plus all of the countless emails he gets from other agents, just to stay on top of what's available in his market. He believes that this new rule will make his job easier when representing buyers. But in addition to this support, there have been a number of concerns that were voiced in San Francisco, as well as here in Virginia. One of the most prominent concerns is over a seller's privacy. So the new policy does not eliminate office-exclusive listings. Sellers are still able to opt out of having their property placed in the MLS by signing a waiver that is then provided to the MLS. In these office-exclusive listings, agents may discuss the property with other agents at their firm and engage in one-on-one conversations with existing clients of the firm but there can be no public marketing. So this means no marketing outside of the firm or the firm's existing clients. That makes sense, right? So if a seller is really concerned about privacy and doesn't want the property on the MLS because of those privacy concerns, then those same privacy concerns should apply to others outside of the firm. And remember, the seller still has the ability to set showing restrictions. Another concern that we've seen is that an agent may order the yard sign from a third party and then they don't know when that sign's gonna be installed. And since the sign in the yard is considered public marketing, the property needs to be put in the MLS within one business day of the sign going up. That's right, but that's also a good use of the coming soon status for the property. Once you order the sign, put the property in the MLS as coming soon, and then you're protected. Now remember, the new policy does not require that the property is active in the MLS within one business day, just that it's in the MLS. At Virginia Realtors, we encourage members to get a signed listing agreement as soon as they start to work with a seller. And now this could be days, weeks, or even months before your client is ready to put the property in the market. But if you're helping the seller determine what repairs, alterations, or things like that that they should do to the property to make it more marketable, go ahead and get a signed listing agreement. Okay, but what if your MLS doesn't have a coming soon status? Or the property needs more time than the coming soon status allows for? Easy. You still get the signed listing agreement, along with the office-exclusive waiver, and you submit that to the MLS. And you cannot publicly market the property while you're working with the seller, but your time and investment is still protected. Then, when the seller is ready to go to market, you can have them withdraw the office-exclusive requirement from your listing agreement and move forward with the property on the public um, 
on the public marketing scheme. Depending on your MLS and its paperwork, this may be something that you can set in advance. I've seen some paperwork that says that this is an office exclusive until a set date or a set number of days after the property is ready to go to market, or it's something that you may handle slightly differently by having something in writing. So just check your local rules. Let's take a brief break for a word from our sponsor. VHDA works with Realtors all over Virginia to offer down payment grants and loans for first-time home buyers. Find the right solution for your client and locate a VHDA-approved lender near you. Just visit vhda.com. All right, John, since this is an update from NAR, it really doesn't lend itself to go into the legal hotline. Right. So let's talk about some key takeaways that our members need to know. Okay. So first, if you have not completed your Code of Ethics training yet for this cycle, and that's from January 1, 2019 to December 31, 2020, you've now got an extra year to complete that training. And watch for news from NAR. There was a recommendation that was adopted to create training equivalency options, including the C2EX endorsement. So your training options might get broader as you work towards that deadline. Right. And watch for your local MLS to adopt this new mandatory clear cooperation policy. Now remember, MLSs have to adopt this by May 1st, 2020, but they may adopt it even earlier than that. So make sure you keep an eye out for that. For more information on both policies, see NAR's website. They have an entire section dedicated to the clear cooperation policy, including information on the backstory for the policy, the rationale, and the FAQs. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes, and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline, where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the hotline on Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the four members section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Thanks. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2019. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.